When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. All right, Holly. All right, guys, let's do a little gossip here in this dirt alert. Let's start off with a little celebrity justice news. Mark David Chapman, the killer of John Lennon, was denied parole today for the 11th time. Wow. He's not getting out. He's you guys. never getting out. He no. is never getting out. Mm-hmm. So Mark David Chapman jailed in 1980 for the 1980 murder of John Lennon outside of the, the Dakota on the Upper West Side of Manhattan. A couple of years ago, Mark David Chapman told the parole board that he found Jesus and was ashamed of himself. He said he was willing to be in jail for as long as it took. And, well, I think that the parole board thinks it's probably going to be for the rest of his life. Yeah, it's. Yeah, he's not going anywhere. No. And Yoko Ono, I think she always makes a statement every year to the parole board. I think you're right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Now, she has argued in the past. I'm not sure if she did this time, but in the past, Yoko Ono has always said that Chapman is a danger to her and to Sean Lennon, her mm-hmm. son, with John. Mm-hmm. So a couple of years ago, the parole board said that Chapman was at risk of harm if he was released. Meaning that, you know, if we let you go, there are other people out there who do not want you around anymore. Right. So you are That's a risk. Mm-hmm. So we'll move on from that story to a little sex in the city gossip. Oh. So this is coming to us courtesy of the creator herself, Candace Bushnell. She reveals on a new Sex in the City theme podcast that she once want, went on a date with Aiden, John Corbett. Oh, well, why would was he? <laughs> was he dating? Was, was he, he single? He must. Was he single? He, was, he must have been he single. He hooked up with that um, Bo Derek after we met him, Laurie, after Aiden. 2002. Yeah, that's true. Okay. It was after. Yes. So she said, I'm never going to be teen Aiden for Carrie. She said, I can't for a variety of reasons, but one of the reasons... Was that my mother hated Aiden, so there's that. But she did say I went on a dinner date with John Corbett. We went out. It was romantic. But all I could think was, my mother is going to kill me. Oh, Oh, he was beautiful. Yeah, he is beautiful. Yeah. And apparently, Candace Bushnell could have been on Sex and the City herself because producer Darren Starr offered her a role on the series, but she said, no, I don't want to. She was offered the role of Natasha, Mr. Big's wife. Oh, okay. Okay. I just watched it because they had like a marathon this past weekend, and Uneed. I and, and it it had the one being broken up with the post-it note from Burger. Oh, yeah. that was fun. Yeah, and the, she was in our studio, Holly, she was. years Ooh, ago, like maybe two thousand and four. Lipstick Jungle. Yes, it was. She her, had one two of, her of them: books. Lipstick Jungle and something else. She had amazing legs, and she married the ballet dancer from Minnesota. Yeah, the ballerina, mm-hmm. and oh. she had great shoes on, and but she just she was like a classic. New Yorker, like someone who'd lived in New York for, she just seemed years sophisticated on us. Yeah, and she was, wait, wasn't she? she 
I, I don't know. She might have been. No, she's she's same like, age. She was a, a little, little bit older. She's a little older, I yeah. think. Is she? Oh, yeah, okay. but she just had this like city sophistication. Man, she had Manolo's on and the suit, and she was so tiny, like Anna Wintour, tiny. Oh yeah, and she was tall. Yeah, mm-hmm. like she had to get this interview done in a New York minute. She's off to yeah, go. Yeah, kind of, kind of. But it was real exciting for us. Was it a good interview though? Did yeah, you enjoy yeah. your time? Oh, we, oh, we were. We were thrilled. thrilled. We were thrilled. <laughs> oh, you have no idea. Uh-huh. Oh, I mean, that is like... Oh, oh no, it was everything. Oh. Something that's on our website, mytalk1071.com. I don't know if you guys have had a chance to look at these pictures yet, but it's Gigi Hadid showing off her baby bump in a series of black and white photos that she posted on Instagram today. Looking quite lovely. And then she captioned the photographs, growing an angel, and the date 72620, which I'm assuming uh, was the date of the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. She looks quite erythral, if that's the word that we were used. Yeah. But not be... urethra, because no, that is no, something right. completely it really different. Is. Yeah. So she's quite along in her pregnancy there, Daddy Zane Malik. And Katie Perry still hasn't had her baby. Okay. I Do you would... think that she's already had it and she's not telling us? I think oh, so. Maybe. Th- you know what? Maybe. I would be so afraid because it's got to be but she's so got big an at album. this point. She's got an album coming no, out tomorrow. Don't... So maybe the baby announcement will be timed or to Friday. Maybe she had the baby. You know what I'm saying? Smile. Because that's the name of her album. Yeah. Kind of a cute thing. Because she, Katy Perry, was ready to go. Six yeah. months ago. Six months ago. I was in pain yeah. looking. No, seriously. it It's scary when you're so overdue. I don't know that she's that overdue. I think she I was kept, due at I the was end panicked. of August. My sister, my mom was with my little sister. They were in Bozeman, and I kept thinking, that baby has to come out. When is it coming out? Because she was so overdue. Yeah. Like, our bodies can't handle it. Get that baby out of her. And the doctor said, keep it. Keep it. Yeah, you got to bake it. No, it was overcooked. Yeah, well, it was overcooked, the first one. Well, we'll see whether Katy Perry or not has given birth or how she wants to announce it. The, the launch of her it. child, the like the launch of her, child, of her right. album. We shall see. But smile, you're exact, exactly right, Lori. That album is due out on Friday. So we're going to have some fun things to taste test yes. on oh, Friday. Yes. So Katy Perry, kind of been liking some of those tracks. Love Daisy. Yes. yes. Love that song. And I like, I love that you posted Cardi B with her cute, cute uh, pink heart-shaped Pigtails. Okay. I don't know how you get your hair to do that. I that's think, amazing, Lori. I bet we could do it with your hair. No. Yeah, we could. Well, they wouldn't pro- probably have the length of Cardi B's yeah. pigtails shaped in hearts. We've got wigs She's and extensions. Got braided. <laughs> I know it's really cute. I sh- I just get the biggest kick out of her. Yeah. I wish we could play her Instagrams or videos. Nope. But they're too nope naughty. Actually, that one that she posted with the pink pigtails doesn't have any swears in it. So I felt like, okay, we can post this on the show links yeah, page. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so the, that one is clean. Everything else. It, it almost looks like it's a bathing cap yes. on the one side of her hair. But I don't know. But those are some amazing no kidding. pink pigtails. Quite lovely. Yeah. Uh, sources over at Us Weekly are talking about Britney Spears. Oh. The back and forth of the conservatorship. Give her a break. Well, now these sources are telling Us Weekly that Britney wants her own person and to not be treated like a child. So, who is speaking for Camp Britney over to Us Weekly versus over at People.com sources saying... That the Britney, she wants the, the conservatorship to, to end because it would be a dream for her, but it's not going to happen. No. So. 
I thought it was so weird that Paris Hilton was talking I, about that uh, made me feel uncomfortable about Britney because and that she shouldn't be under conservatorship. She's ignoring and, the mental illness. Well, she probably who knows when she last talked to her. When the three of them were with getting underwear crotch shots in two thousand and two, Kim Kardashian, Paris, Lindsay, Lindsay not Kim, Kim Lindsay, Lindsay Britney. I mean, Britney. you know what I mean. Yeah, it, feels, it felt odd. uncomfortable. It felt. It felt. It felt mean. It's none of your business. You don't get to have an opinion on that unless you're with her. Maybe she spends time with her. Well, I think that Paris Hilton was adding into the conversation because in this new documentary on YouTube, Paris Hilton is talking about uh, some of the emotional abuse that she experienced while she was at a boarding school at this place called Provo Canyon School. So she's getting really candid all about right, some of the things right. that were so happening to her. Context. Okay. Yeah, so that's the context of the interview that she's giving. So I think that they asked her kind of, you know, how do you feel about Brittany and how you guys once hung out? So that's where that quote came mm-hmm. from. All right. A little bit of a tease of gossip of the season 10 reunion of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, you guys. It okay. just dropped. And what, the final episode is tonight. Yeah, I know. Oh, and yeah. in this reunion, Kyle Richards is accusing Garcelle Bouvet of not paying $5,000 that she pledged to her charity. Kyle saying, you raised your paddle. Where's the dough? Uh-oh. So, yeah, Garcelle did. She did buy something. She did raise her paddle. But Chris, Carda- Chris Jenner raised her paddle so casually for a $35,000 thing. I mean, it was just like, like you know, $25. But you do raise your paddle. You got to pay. Yes, you do. Yeah. The reunion September 2nd. Kyle must be in the hot seat if she's yeah. bringing this up. Yeah. She must really be in the hot seat. <laughs> the drama. All right, we'll be back. We got Vintage Scandal. Vintage Scandal. It was quite the scandal. Okay. Well, it was uh, 30 years ago. This song was the coolest song of 1990. Was it 1990? 1990. Here it is. Okay. It became the first rap single to go to number one on the Billboard Hot 100. Okay. And it turned Vanilla Ice into an overnight sensation who basically was credited, of course, you know, the white guy from bringing the streets hip-hop from the street to the suburbs. And he, um, Robert Van Winkle is is Vanilla Ice's name, and it got him a movie called Cool as Ice. And it's the main reason there is a biopic that's happening called To the Extreme, which is being made about Vanilla Ice with Dave Franco starring as Vanilla Ice. So I'm thinking, okay, let's revisit the whole everything with this song mm-hmm. and um was it a one-hit wonder oh yeah, yeah it was on the so i'll tell you the story All so right. there was a lot of drama behind ice ice baby before it even rode uh the baseline all the way to the top of the pop charts and then when it got there it rode another lawsuit line in another direction but so this guy his name is um I got to just find his name, uh, something Brown, DJ Earthquake Brown. Okay. Um, He was working at a club, DJing at a Dallas club called City Lights, and Vanilla Ice would enter dance contests. Okay, because he had the MC Hammer pants kind of Yeah, thing, and he knew yep. how to dance, and yep. he could break dance yep. and do all that. And the club owner and the guy who became Vanilla Ice's future manager they just saw a budding star. He was good looking. He yep. had the moves. And they were like, we got to find you a song. Because he was like, he had, the, he wanted to rap and stuff. And so 
um, uh, DJ Earthquake Brown. Uh, the first song he did for Ice was play that funky music. I just took the Wild Cherry sample and then I put a backbeat behind it. And then he had the inspiration and sampled Under Pressure, Under Ice Ice Baby. Okay. And he said he was adding things to it. And they were kind of working on it like haphazardly, sure. you know, because everybody's got their other jobs. You know, the DJ's got another job. Vanilla Ice uh, has got another job. Anyway, but they kind of ended up going, well, I don't know if we're going to be working on this. And and um, Vanilla Ice is like, ah, I'm going to work on the lyrics a little bit. And then one day, DJ Earthquake Brown, here's another DJ playing the beat of Ice Ice Baby in a club. Okay. And then all of a sudden he heard it on the radio and he's like, wait a minute, those are my lyrics. They said they weren't going to use this song or whatever. Anyway, so DJ Earthquake Brown, because, you know, Vanilla Ice knew what was going on, they worked out a production deal right away, mended fences. He became his road DJ on tour and, you know, MC Hammer. And, you know, these were the acts of the of that uh, summer and fall. And Ice Ice Baby was originally going to be the B-side to play that funky music. Oh, okay. Um, but it took on a life of its own. And as the song took off, because they hadn't cleared under pressure, that oh. sample at first, uh, they had to settle a deal on the publishing with Queen and David Bowie, who were all credited as right. co-writers of the song. Wow. And that is one of the first big copyright songs but the the sampling the beginning of that song is so undeniably under pressure you know there isn't even a question right not really no but vanilla ice didn't think so he didn't know that he he dropped the songwriter i mean he was just like i mean that's how this song went off so uh, the story is that freddie mercury um and this is 1990 sampling wasn't ingrained in music no not, not at all. Not at all. Mm-mm. So there now there's established legal protocol and everything. I mean, think about Carly or Cardi B and you know the guy uh there's hose in the house, the guy yes. that did that song. I mean, he's like got to be so happy that she sampled that song because he's making money off right. of a song that probably hasn't brought in anything in a good long time. Sampling is like a, a been a good thing, but in the Early 90s, all these things were still being litigated. And so um, that's how Queen ended up finding out that that baseline from Under Pressure had been lifted and used on the Ice Ice Baby. And um, they have a very long, sorted, and hilarious uh, history now, Vanilla Ice and Queen, because oh, of that funny. song. Okay. But we never really knew how Freddie Mercury reacted to hearing Ice Ice Baby. So um, his longtime assistant um, did a blog uh, not that long ago, like I want to say maybe two years ago, about where he and Freddie were when they heard this song. Because it oh. just like literally shot to the sure. top. Um, he said, um, Freddie, that they were actually eating breakfast. And as... He carried on eating his breakfast, and as the reality sat in under what song that was, Mm -hmm. he suddenly stopped, and he was frowning, and I thought, is he mad about breakfast? And he said no, and he just started listening, and then 
He couldn't believe his ears. He was smiling when he said he couldn't believe what he was hearing in a blatant bleeping ripoff. And um, after calling his manager, Freddie Mercury, apparently leaving it at that, he said, well, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Sure. He didn't think anything of it. And of course, the way things shook out for Vanilla Ice were not flattering because it was a cloud of personal embarrassing revelations that they didn't clear it at all. Ninja Turtles. I mean, he spent years facing mockery because at first he tried to say that it was just something that came to him that's right he tried to say that it was the beat that came to me yeah which anybody Mm -hmm. with any kind of a that they he said it was distinct you want to hear what he had to say about it yeah i do here's what vanilla ice had to say about ice ice baby versus under pressure they were different we sampled them from them but it's not the same baseline uh, like it goes ding 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 that's the way theirs goes ours goes ding 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 okay so he was and of course that didn't it was considered really one of the most hilarious copyright cases of all time and of course the case was settled out of court every Bowie Queen all got songwriting uh credits and uh, what ended up happening is that the members of Queen were not always the kindest. Freddie Mercury was the coolest about it. He didn't even give a right, rat's right, patoot right. about it. But um, uh, Brian May and Roger Taylor both like had things to say about it. But Roger, um, Brian May, um, in an interview with Howard Stern three years after uh, the song came out, said that, that when I settled up, they got the songwriting credit. He said, in the end, it was good for us, even though they went back and forth for, mm-hmm. you know, a couple of years, because a lot of people went, oh, that's where that comes from. Yeah. And a lot of people who'd never heard of Queen. I love that. I love that. Knew who Queen was right. because of the song. And then, of course, Ice, Vanilla Ice is such a hot guy at the time and very good looking. Mm-hmm. He ends up having an eight month relationship with Madonna. He's nine or ten. About that, he's He's so good looking. I've gone back. I watch him on the HG. He had a HG TV. Yeah, and she dated him that year. That that the song. So he was like kind of the hottest, you know. He was huge, huge, huge. huge. In his, in it, he had his red, white, and blue kind of stars bangle banner sweatsuit. That's right, and she windbreaker sweatsuit. Yeah, he he. he, she was older than he was. He claimed, you know, afterwards he said she was a great lover, but the eight-month relationship came to a halt after the publishing of her coffee table book, Sex, for which he posed, and he is in that book. Oh, yes. And he, he, he told um, News of the World, he broke up, he said, I broke up with Madonna after she printed that book because I was hurt to be an unwitting part of this slutty package. It was disgusting and cheap. We were in a relationship, yet the book made it look like she was screwing all these other people. Wow. <laughs> but they were a thing for eight months. That's they wore disguises to, to the movies. That's shocking to me. And she's always been, like you can tell, she's laughs, embarrassed at this revelation. And she played a game. It might have I don't know what game it was, but it was in an interview in 2015. She was asked, um, would she rather be stuck on a desert island with her cross-dressing ex, Dennis Rodman, 
or vanilla ice. And she said Rodman because vanilla ice always wore her clothes. Oh. Maybe her underwear. Who knows? But anyway, that was, uh, yeah, those two. Oh, I'm looking at a thing. picture of those two together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So. Totally hot. Very. He's still good looking. Yeah, and he's kind of yeah. got his, you know, show. And he's friend, that DJ that helped him come up with it. They, like, are buds. But there's going to be a uh, Vanilla Ice biopic to the extreme. And now that we know some of this, maybe, yeah, it could be good. It could be good. It could be good, you guys. I like him. I feel like he came through the other side. And, yeah. I, like, his Vanilla Ice project is what it is on HGTV. Yeah, people love he's that been show. on for a long time. I just think he seems like a cool guy that made it through... Because imagine coming up with one hit wonder and then That's going it. to the top and then yeah there. Okay. All See right. ya. We'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's let's leave with this uh, story. So Steven Spielberg dad died at the age of 103. So a good long life. Um, How but about that? I know it. How about that? Gosh, I that is a long. I know it. How I, lovely to have a daddy old that long if they're in good health and everything. Right, because Spielberg is. I don't know how old he I feel is. Like but, I got ripped off. My dad died too early. He's in the seventies. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's like that's, really cool. That's like Michael Douglas. You yeah. know, his dad just died. You know, last year he was whatever one hundred and one or one hundred two, but he sounded like a cool cat. I guess. Stephen was with his father on the night of his passing, along with his three sisters, and um, he he said uh, he. Here's just some stuff about his dad, okay. um, Arnold. He was born in uh, 1917. Just in case you're wondering, yeah, what 103, what year that was, uh, in Cincinnati. And at age six, he turned his family's attic into a makeshift makeshift lab, and and invented stuff he invited his friends over to hold on to the electrodes of a shock machine he made out of wiring batteries Jeez. i mean steven spielberg has talked about how his parents encouraged his yes, movie making yes 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 his dad at age 12 got his first ham radio which opened the door to a lifetime of sharing stories with strangers and he said i got my love of storytelling from my dad because the ham radio thing was such a way of connecting with people, mm-hmm. making friends over the radio. I think of that book, all the light you cannot see. Oh, with the ham radio. Oh. And cause you hear from people from that you never knew. Anyway, he just, uh, in December of, uh, 1941, his dad enlisted as a Sergeant in the army and he was a radio operator and a chief comms man and the 40, 490th bombs known as the Burma Bridge Busters. Mm-hmm. But Lori, he, he's he, a cool guy. He had an engineering degree, worked yeah. for RCA. He moved General Electric um, to Phoenix to set up General uh, GE's Industrial Computer Department in 1957. Yeah, he's he designed amazing. the first electronic cash register. Wow. Um, the first computers he built were data acquisition systems. Their job were to monitor defects. I mean, he... So Spielberg gets all of his natural talent, right? From, yeah. Yeah, boy. And he said, if you've ever played with a Game Boy or any of these games, my dad was behind all the, you know, circuits and things. I mean, like, really ahead of his time. Holly, when are we going to get our Hedy Lamar? Um, that isn't that. Wasn't that going to be on Showtime or something that we were going to get the homage oh, to? Look basically, at you bragging about all your cable stations. No, but I mean, <laughs> Hedy Lamar is the reason why no, people have Wi-Fi, right? Basically, 
it's Gal Gadot's behind it. Uh, at some point, okay. I imagine. Just it, yeah, it was that. announced. Oh, here we go. Oh. Well, let's see. Nur, 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 nur. Uh, so this is going to be premiering on Apple TV Plus. It's an eight episode show and it's going to be happening. But that was back in May. So right. they, okay. they haven't probably filmed it yet. Yeah. But that'll be, you know, kind of a cool story. And she's. Yeah. You know, totally. she's so beautiful. I can see Gal Gadot playing that part. Like she could look like her. With yes, you are so right about that. And then um, I guess at the end of the Beverly Hills Housewife tonight, we get a clip of the reunion and we see sparks are flying. Oh, and I don't even want to watch it, Lori. I hate this show. I hate watching Beverly Hills Housewives. Julia, no, I am. I watch do not, for the wigs. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> it's not fun. It's not fun. It's yelling. It's sad. We got a note from Linda. She's like, I'm going to miss Dorit's hair. Not Dorit, um, Dorinda's hair. People like kind of love Dorinda's hair. I'm gonna miss Dorinda on Housewives in New York. Yeah. Julia, mm. I I wish I'd been friends with Dorinda. I would have had a real heart to heart talk with her quite a while ago. Well, so I, that be, she could be crawling up Andy's butt and bleeding everything about what a horrible she was. Just a horror. She, she was, was a, a bad spot, and she was just couldn't get out of it. Couldn't shake it. Couldn't shake the moods. Paul Anka. What did we learn about him today? I can't. I've already he forgotten. He wrote the song. Yeah, right. <laughs> I am not a fan of the brokini, Holly, that you posted oh, today. Okay, I sent <laughs> that, that to my Borat? kids. It's the Borat man suit. It's like a wrestling suit with the one shoulder mm-hmm. that they, back in the old days, you know, the wrestlers would wear. I sent it to my son. He's like, Mom, I already saw this. Yeah. I it, saw it. It would be... We had for the longest time the Borat um, green bathing suit. It's stolen. Nice. Somebody stole Someone it stole from it out our, of our drawer. drawer. Oh. My mom's bra that she it's sent me here. like 14 years ago is still there. But the Borat green, green lime green suit. And I feel like you wore it one day. I put it on. Mm-hmm. I I put on all stuff and walk around mm-hmm. this place for a laugh. Now I just, you there's don't laugh no at one, me. Well, no, but there's no one here to laugh. <laughs> At us, and you know, here if a girl wears a Borat, Borat bikini in an office, no, and no we, one's around to see it. Did it ever sad. really happen? No, no it but really I would. We'd put her on funny clothes, and we'd go around the corner. Donnie would maybe look up, but there were other people around to laugh at us. Yeah. Really, by the way, it's hard to be. You know, I had no idea how that, much we need yeah. people to laugh and pay attention to us. Well, not that, but the <laughs> sociability, got, I guess, of, of work oh, is like really... These people, but think of everybody who has to work at home, home. and they don't have anybody well, to this collaborate. this is why when, if their other partner gets home, they ha- have an urgent need to make an errand and get out of the house and get in their car to be alone for a minute. Wait. I'm talking about someone at home working at home and working the, alone. Right. But I mean, you still want to get out of your home. Like you just will do anything. Yeah. I'll go for a car ride. You were talking about that oh, earlier right. that people are just. But I think people are just missing the collaboration and people say, well, we'll never go back to, you know, being in offices anymore. And, and people are saying, well, good for you. But you're going to you miss so much I in think. walking by an office and saying, I got an idea, or you wouldn't pick up a phone so much and say that to somebody, or did you ever think of doing it this way, or some of that collaboration that you're just not experiencing anymore. Yeah. And people, you know. My sister went back to work in her office, and she's so bummed. Why? Because she loved working in her pajamas. I'm not going to lie. Really? Yep. She does payroll, and even though she loves her ladies at the office and everything, she really Doug, like if she couldn't had a sleepless night and she got up at three in the morning 
and do all of her work and she'd right. be done by I mean, she just liked that for right. her. Jeez. I well we don't you dress up. You put on makeup every day since COVID hit. I, I quit. But I have days. I'm starting again. Are you? <laughs> but I come in shorts. I don't believe her, Holly. I come in Dabbling jean shorts in mascara. and a black yeah. tank top. I mean, I my outfit has not changed this whole time. No. Um, there's like there's the, little inspiration for no. dress, I will say, unless yeah. you're going out somewhere. Yeah. Holly, thank you. Thank you, everyone. Have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Baker's, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.